from Grid Square Echo Mike 48. This is 100 watts and a wire. Yes, sir. Hello to you. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Joined by Steve this morning again. Whiskey 7 United Delta India. Good morning to you, Steve. Good morning, Christian. We just came off of our pre-show meet and greet. Always interesting topics. It's a place uh-huh. where we can literally mix the um, life and amateur radio. Uh, we talked about everything from uh, the glory of Betty White turning 99 mm-hmm. to Aries. It's a very loosely structured gathering uh, before we uh, meet here to do the littlest big show in all of the land. Yeah, and a little antenna talk as always. Oh, yeah, a little antenna talk is good. Lots mm-hmm. of coffee was flowing. I noticed in the chat people were really enjoying a, a lot of uh, coffee, and I appreciate that. I've got mine as well. Today we're going to be talking about education mm-hmm. in ham radio. And a lot of us, we, we talked about mo- uh, mentors and Elmers. Uh, in the past and how important that is to try to find somebody that can help you along. But education is actually a bigger, that's a oh, yeah. bigger thing and, and super important. So we're going to talk about that uh, today in the various um, avenues for it. And uh, the recipient of a big award, you know, uh, the Carol Perry educator of the year award is no joke. It's a big one. It is presented by the Orlando Hamcation. And uh, we just happen to know the guy who got it. And we'll be uh, visiting uh, with him later today. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna just do something a little different today. We're going to mix it up. We're going to send Steve. is going to go over to the chat room and mix it up with you guys and see how you're doing and hang out with you a bit. And we're going to bring in Mike. Mike is Kilo Juliet for United Delta Oscars. So we're going to. We're going to move some things around a little bit today. Bring Mike in. Talk about this award. Steve will mix it up with you guys. Waka waka. If you're new, <laughs> check out. We don't know what we're doing. I, I don't know. I should speak for myself. We're, I don't know what we're doing. But if you're new uh, to 100 Watts and a Wire, visit the YouTube channel. If you dig what's there, subscribe. Click the bell because I find in a busy life, it's good to know when things are, are coming. I want to introduce you. And give uh, us a thumbs Mike. up. Yeah, give us a thumbs up. It helps this algorithm. You mm-hmm. know, what you're trying to do is capture the attention of the algorithm so they make you an option. Um, that's kind of all I know about that. Steve, I'm going to bring Mike up here. We'll say hello uh, to Mike. I'm going to introduce you to him. Good morning, sir. This is Kilo Juliet for United Delta Oscar. Mike, thanks for coming on today. Good morning, Christian and Steve. Thrilled to be on your show today. Thank you. It's good to have you here. Um, you where are you uh where are you coming in from? Where are you today? I'm uh just outside Orlando, Florida this morning. So oh, it's uh, paradise. Uh nice. well we are a little on the cool side today, uh at least by Florida standards. So. <laughs> right on. So are you busting out the parkas now? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, good. That's thing of snow on the ground here. We're just north of St. Louis. So we've we have we're, we're hanging around this temperature that's a little, you know, about uh, 32, 34, go back down. We went up to 50, so it's kind of soupy here with mm. a little dusting uh, yeah. on the ground. Chat room, stand by. Here comes Steve. Steve's going to hang out with you for a little bit. We're going to figure out a little bit more about this award, uh, so we'll be back with you in a minute, Steve. All right, Mike, let's talk th- about this a little bit. I'm, I'm curious about this award. We're talking about the Carol Perry Educator of the Year Award. 
Uh, it's bestowed upon an individual who has made an outstanding contribution in education and advancing youth using amateur radio. And you're the Hamcation Award Chairman. Can you give us a little bit of background about the award and, and we'll take it from there? Sure. Uh, yes, I am the uh, Award Chairman for uh, Hamcation. Um, and uh, this will be the third year uh, that the Carol Perry Educator of the Year Award has been, been, been bestowed to an outstanding individual. Um, the award originated out, uh, several, you know, originated um, three years ago. I guess I, I should probably back it up almost four years ago to, to get it put in place. Um, the a couple of the committee members were meeting with a couple of the other show uh, committee members, uh, uh, Hamvention and the uh, Stone Mountain um, uh, show, meeting with the folks there. And it was recommendation coming uh, to the uh, Hamcation committee says, you guys should really get an award together to turn around. You, you're getting, you know, you, the uh, Ham, Hamcation show has been growing over the years and said, you, sh you guys should think about getting some awards together. So the, team got kicking it around and uh, said, we really need to maybe highlight somebody in the education world. And Carol Perry had been coming down to Hamcation for a number of years in the uh, providing a forum on uh, youth involved in radio. And so the uh, committee solicited Carol and uh, uh, obtained inputs on what the, some of the criteria and, uh, you know, we should look for, for individuals in supporting um, uh, youth and, in educating radio communications. So uh, that, that evolved together. And um, uh, three years ago uh, at the show there, uh, Carol was presented with the Educator of the Year Award. Little did she know she was going to be the first awardee for that, for that uh, award. So that's kind of where that uh, started from. And then we uh, opened it up uh, uh, last year and this year to uh, other individuals that are working with youth and promoting radio communications across the way. So I think it's really important because you mentioned a couple of things and um, you're the second largest um, ham fest or ham show, however you'd like to position it in the country. Mm -hmm. So that's significant, uh, deserving uh, of an award or several awards, frankly. And then Carol Perry, uh, many may know or may not know, we've get a lot of newer hams here. Uh, she's a longtime director um, for the Radio Club of America and chairs the Youth Activities um, Committee. And she's put on some wonderful programs, you know, at, at HamFest over the years. Uh, Mike, let me ask you about some of the importance. We all know that education is super important. And, and maybe people don't think about it as much in the ham radio vein. We talk about Elmers. We talk about finding a mentor, somebody who can share their tools. Let's talk about education on a, a bigger a bigger stage where you've got more people, more students involved, and, and why do you think this is important? The big thing to me with this, especially with this award, is exposing youth to radio communications. Um, and I should highlight with this award, it's not limited to teachers or, you know, when we say educators, it's anybody that's working with youth and exposing them to radio communications. And, and getting at least get making them aware of it, um, you know. So when we we when we look at some of our award winners, you look at Carol. Um, you know, she's since retired from teaching. Uh, she was a teacher, but um, she had a program um, that 
she worked through the uh, school board there that she was allowed to do. Uh, it wasn't necessarily promoting ham radio, but it was exposing youth, students within the school there about radio communications. Now, some youth did follow on and turn around and says, hey, I want to get my amateur radio license. But the big thing was exposure to it. And when we look at other programs, uh, STEM is a, uh, you're, we'll hear about STEM in the youth programs. Uh, radio communications, one facet of it. So we need to get that, get them exposed to it. Um, robotics comes into play. That's another thing where we can get radio communications going on. You know, it's um, a lot of it is just exposing youth and, and children about what's out there technology wise. And um, the big part is we can get them exposed to it, let them know about it. Then we can turn around and work on some of them are going to turn around and really spark an interest and move into amateur radio and, and start pursuing it and potentially even pursue a career in radio communications. How do you judge? Um, I'm sure people come to you, they're recommended or nominated, maybe is the best word for this. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you're looking for? Is it innovation? Is it long-term uh, commitment to it? What are you looking for? Does that change? Uh, it, I'll say a little bit above uh, of all uh, with that. Uh, we do open up nominations. In fact, uh, we expect uh, we'll probably get the nominations opening up in the March timeframe, and we will accept nominations till November 1st. And at that point, we'll turn around and start making our selection for the award winners. Um, things we end up looking for uh, that make people stand out um, is how many youth are they exposing? Are, are they able to expose? In, I'm not necessarily looking for an exact number, but um, are they able to turn around and expose a, a wide number of youth to uh, radio communications? Uh, you know, we do highlight the amateur radio side of it. But if they can turn around and at least get youth exposed to amateur radio, um, our candidate, our award winner from last year, um, Melissa Dempsey-Sapore, um, now she's actually fairly new to amateur radio. Um, she has, uh, has a technician license, uh, received that uh, just a couple of years ago. But um, she was real big on with AMSAT and the Aries all right, uh, to get Aries, the uh, uh, establishing the communications uh, radio links with the uh, space station. Mm -hmm. And she's actually the liaison uh, between uh, AMSAT and the uh, established, uh, boy, I'm going to draw a blank on it right now, The uh, or with the NASA organization for establishing the um, uh, links with the space station there. So, um and not only is she working with youth, but she's always she also encouraged encouraged other educators and brought them techniques on how to turn around and talk about uh, radio communications. So, um, so it's kind of you know the candidates we're looking for is how wide of a group can they turn around and expose radio communications to? I mean, it's great if they turn around their Elmers mentors, you know, uh, helping uh, youth. Um, individually, uh, that still that still counts tremendously. Uh, but at least when I look at it, um, I'm looking for how many youth can we turn around and expose to radio communications and encourage them to potentially get involved and 
even pursue it as a, uh, a career field. And you're referring to A-R-I-S-S? Uh, let me double check. That's all right. That's fine. Yeah, Harris. Yeah, A-R-I-S-S. I'm... No worries. It's early. I got you up early today. Yep. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about uh, the way ham shows are going to be done now for a while. I mean, we've got cancellations, uh, you know, and everybody knows why it's already justified. And, and, and it's mm -hmm. a kind of second pass over here. Uh, talk about how you plan to to move forward. Uh, how will the award be presented, if at all, or will you wait uh, in person? What are the plans for the show this year? Uh, the, we are doing a virtual show this year, so things have changed up a, a bit. Um, you know, we, we were marching, uh, forward, uh, in the fall to turn around and go forward with Hamcation, but, uh, with the way conditions are, the committee just turned around and says, we, we really can't go forward, uh, you know, and turn around and put the show together that we'd like to have put together and be sure we get people in here safely. But, uh, we are continuing forward with a, um, a virtual Hamcation. Uh, it'll be February 13th and 14th. Uh, there'll be a number of forums that are taking place with that. Um, so everybody can go out to hamcation.com and take a look and you can already see the list of forums that are going in. And uh, there's four tracks of forums that are out there. One of them are focused on youth. So uh, we will have Carrie Perry uh, with leading off with her uh, forum on uh, with, uh, with the youth there. Um, and then um, there's going to be a QSO party that'll be going along with it. And there'll be some prize drawings too, that'll be taking place. So, what are um, the challenges, Mike? That you I'm sorry. Sorry. We doubled there as we say, yeah. uh, what, uh, what are some of the challenges that you've had to overcome with doing this sort of thing? It's a large ham fest for sure. Uh, doing this in a virtual realm, what are some of the considerations or things that you had to overcome? Uh, well, it's been a whole learning experience uh, going forward on this, and we're continuing to learn. So until we actually pull it off, I'm sure there'll be some more lessons learned. But um, we will be turning around uh, some of the forums you can turn around and, and uh, sign up for and uh, actually participate in conversations back and forth. And then there'll also be YouTube streaming. So just working through the technology method of how to turn around and try to deliver this uh, effectively. So it's uh, get get familiar with the tools and um, it's we will have, uh, you know, it's even the a lot of the committee members that are supporting in this are going to be supporting it virtually. So it's uh, an interesting environment bringing this forward. So uh, is it is it exciting as a ham? You know, I don't know how long you've been a ham, but for me, not too long. And you know how we all love to tinker and and try new technology is this thing that is it daunting for you or is it something that uh, some people have said let's figure this out well i could say on one side it's daunting but on the other side everybody's going let's make it happen <laughs> so um you know the the I, probably the big challenge there is we we definitely want to see that we put on a quality show for everybody and um since this is the first time through, that's where the nervousness comes in. It says, okay, we can go make this happen. Um, we'll get moderators on each of the forums and it's kind of going, how's, how are we going to work out as moderators? Uh, but until we get into it, uh, you know, there's, there's going to be some lessons learned on that. So um, I'm we've had a number of shows that uh, have, have gone virtual. Um, we have that uh, QSO uh, party coming up in March. They had their first show back in uh, August. 
I'm sure they've had some lessons learned on that. And uh, we're what we watched what they did and said, okay, how much of that do we, do we learn off of that? So uh, it's, it's daunting on one side, but exciting on the other two. So if you win this award, so you're a award, you're the recipient of this award, which is a, a mm-hmm. major education thing. And it's, it's so big, it's so much bigger than the one-on-one, but it, it also includes that. After someone is the recipient of the award, um, is there some sort of, uh, you, you become an ambassador for this? What, what's expected? Is, are there any expectations after you win the award? Well, at this time, we haven't necessarily established any strong expectations for them. Like you uh, come back they, and speak, maybe they come back and speak for you or something yes. like that. Is that kind of what you think? That's what we'd like to see. Uh, we do have um, Melissa, I believe she's lined up for a forum for for this year for, for our uh, virtual hamgation. Um, the, usually what we find is these people are very energized, self-motivated. And in one respect, I'm not sure we need to turn around and encourage them too hard. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think it'd be kind of cool to have them all come back like a, a, like an alumni oh. uh, of awards and, and have them speak. I, I would find that fascinating, but I don't, you know, it's just me just yeah. to see. I, I think it's fascinating to hear Carol speak about her experience. And then she puts together all these young people who, who, who just blow your mind with the knowledge that these, I won't, I won't even call them kids, but these young people oh, know. Yeah. Um, but the recipients of the teaching awards too, that'd be kind of fun, but. I'm just planting seeds, Mike. I don't know anything. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. So, now what, uh, we, when we, the award winners, we, uh, now this year's be a little different. Um, uh, with, with Neil receiving the award, we're going to ask him to come down to, uh, Hamcation, uh, 2022, and we'll do a presentation of the award at that time. Uh, last year for, uh, Melissa, we invited her down to Hamcation. It was the first time she, uh, made it to Hamcation. Uh, so we got her down here. We uh, toured her through, got her to, to see some of the different vendors, uh, to some of the forums. Uh, she got to see some of the uh, youth that were there doing a, a couple STEM programs. So uh, she had a really great time. And then we did the awards presentation with her and Carol was there. So uh, Carol and Melissa actually got to meet face to face. So, I'm looking forward to uh, 2022 when hopefully we get Carol, uh, Melissa, and Neil all together. Uh, so, and the award winner for 2022 at that time. So that would be really neat if um, when we uh, in February of 2022 when we get uh, Hamcation, uh, that it'd be ideal if we actually get four or four award winners yeah. all together at one time. I like that. Um, and then it's neat to see them exchange ideas back and forth. Uh, when you do get them together. Um, I said, you've got uh, well-motivated people. Uh, they're all, they've all got common ties with trying to get to the youth and encourage them and teach them. And they start sharing ideas back and forth about what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, and I, I'd say, you know, last year when we selected Melissa, that was one of the big keys that I was in, that made me very thrilled about having Melissa on there is not only educating youth, but telling other uh, educators and adults, it says, here's tools or things you can do to get the youth involved or interested in, in what we're doing here. So how can, uh, how can we find you? I, uh, many hams, again, many new hams come through. 
uh, Orlando Hamcation. Uh, what should we look for online? What should we search, Mike? The first thing I'd be looking for is, you know, for Hamcation uh, is hamcation.com. And then um, underneath the event info, uh, there's an award section down there. So we can find nomination forms there with it. So um, that's as far as, uh, and right now, if we went out and looked out there, we'd find the, for the virtual event coming up, uh, full list of the forms that are coming up uh, that people can sign up for. Uh, again, they'll be live on the, uh, on the event on the um, 13th and 14th. And then they'll also be uh, available on YouTube afterwards. So, so people can go back and take a look at them if they have some schedule conflicts there. Well, Mike, thanks for your time. I appreciate you and I uh, hope to get to see you guys and meet you in person uh, before too long. I, I hope we can uh, have you down here in uh, 2022 at Hamcation. would be thrilled to have you on there. And I uh, hope uh, you participate in uh, the uh, virtual event coming up uh, this February. It'd be yes, great. Sir. 73. Okay, 73. ICOM's newest handheld amateur radio is the ID52A. It's a larger radio, a larger color display, and louder audio. This VHF UHF digital transceiver is much more than a replacement for the ID51A, but it's a new way of communicating. The color display is 2.3 inches for exceptional viewability, and the audio is 80% louder. This multifunction dual band D-Star transceiver supports DR mode for easy access to local repeaters based on internal GPS information, as well as terminal and access point modes. The ID52A also has Bluetooth for audio and data control, providing improved mobility and control. Visit icomamerica.com for more information. All right, friends, this is the time where we uh, feature two stories. I'm going to bring Karen up here, and we're going to talk to Paul as well. My colleagues from Amateur Radio Newsline uh, will join me here. Hello, everybody. Good morning to you. Good Good morning. It's good to see you all. And everybody looks so good. You've got someone behind you, Karen. I don't know. What's what's going on with that? Okay. This little dude is a a groundhog. We've got Groundhog Day coming up, which, of course, is uh, not always a ham radio event. But there's a little bit of a tie-in here. Uh, This is a reminder about the AM rally, which we talk about in this week's newscast. And this is a celebration of the oldest form of voice on radio and it's a nice annual event if you've never tried am it's fun get in do it it's the first weekend in february yeah skip a little of the super bowl it's the same weekend okay but go to your radio get in the shack there's going to be you don't need the halftime show get on the air so we're just reminding folks uh this little little groundhog uh will have already told us what the outlook is for spring. So just get on the air, enjoy AM. It's a wonderful, warm sound. Um, so I brought him along to help us uh, spread the news today. Very well. Well, we all know the format. This is the time of the show where we bring two stories to the table. One, uh, maybe front of mind and uh, hitting the headlines. One, maybe not so much. Karen, what'd you dig up for us this week? Well, 
the sad news, not entirely unexpected. Uh, Dayton Hamvention is a no-go once again for this year. So that's two years in a row. Uh, that's not news by now. It's Saturday. We know everybody who was looking forward to it knows. Uh, what we're looking at, what we like to think about is um, what next? What next? Uh, they're trying to make it happen next year. But I think a lot of us realize this has forever changed the landscape of ham radio gatherings. Uh, certainly hamcation, which we just heard about, that's really changed dramatically. They'll have that next year. But what kind of changes can we expect when folks gather, hopefully they will, in Ohio in uh, 2022? Clearly, there will be people who want to go and can't for whatever reason. Hopefully, pandemic will not be one of them. So, when we listen to the story of the cancellation once again, we have to think, okay, what are you doing to make it worthwhile for us to at least attend virtually? We don't know what shape it's going to take, but I think enough has happened in the last year uh, to tell us pretty clearly that we're not going to be seeing the hamvention we know and love anymore. That, that's been forever transformed. So when we, when we think about it and make our plans, it's something we've got to consider. Paul? And I, I like to think that, uh, real quick, is my level? You're a little low. You're okay. a little low. That's okay. You know, I'm thinking about Karen. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. And I also, I'm a little disappointed that they haven't announced any sort of plans for any online content like now granted i'm not on the dara committee so i'm it's easy for me to say this but you know like like hamcation and some of the other ones who are going ahead with putting forums and webinars online uh to still provide some sort of experience and as i've mentioned before i really hope that even when we can get back together in person that they will still offer an online part of, you know, I mean, if you go there, you sit and you talk and you can answer questions and things, that's fine. But I also think that those events should be streamed for, you know, it opens up a worldwide audience for people to see your stuff. So, I, you know, and I'm, I'm really, yeah, this weekend for me is also kind of, kind of a bummer because um, I've been involved in this all-star rock and roll event um, behind the scenes for the past 18 years. And this is the first time in 21 years that this event has not happened. So I feel this whole weekend, I'm feeling like there's something I else I should be doing, but I, it's like, I feel like I missed out on something. Um, but, you know, I, I've signed up for a number of the webinars at Hamcation because um, I was planning this year to actually go down to Orlando. My wife and I were going to spend the week afterwards doing the Star Wars stuff and all that. But um, I'm going to watch the online webinars and I'm going to learn something. And I really wish that the just having the on air, you know, if special event is one thing. But why not the people that were going to make presentations? Why not put them online? Uh, that's I, that's a thing that I think should not go away from this experience is the online component of 
Now, granted, some of the small local ham fests maybe don't have the infrastructure or the money or the people to do that, but the larger ones should always from here on out have an online part that you can sign up for. Say you have to pay 10 bucks, whatever, but you you open up your event to the world instead of just those people who can afford to fly to where you are. 100%. And I think about, you know, many of the demographics that go to Dayton, go to Orlando and other ham fests, um, we're getting older. Everybody's getting older. And the thought when you said it's kind of sad, is it maybe even sadder not to uh, one up you there, but imagine some of these people may have already been to their last date. 19 may have been it uh, for them. And that's kind of, that's a bit of a bummer there to think that, you know, they may yeah. not make it back. And if they have the online content, they can still participate. I mean, you can't walk the flea market and you don't get the casual interaction in person. You don't get to bump into people. You have to make your own cheesecake on a stick. Um, but you still get to participate in the event, even though you can't go if you're a shut-in. And I think it's a shame if that doesn't, isn't expanded and doesn't continue. Roger that. Um, let's see what, uh, and please add your comments in, uh, you know, in the chat and add, add them to the uh, video uh, once it's posted up on the YouTube channel. We invite you to do that. Story number two, hopefully we've got something uplifting. What'd you guys bring? Well, yes, we do. Uh, the story we uh, brought up this week was uh, celebrity hams. Um, there's, there's, there's been a few that we're aware of. Um, many of us know that Joe Walsh, uh, major rock star member of the Eagles has been a ham since he was a teenager. And, uh, he's, he's done a lot of good. He's done a lot of support for the league and he's done things for outreach. He's done some films or well films. I'm sounding old, um, videos for amateur radio. Um, and there's been a number of them over the years, but the one we just recently talked about, there's a one of these, uh, you know, home renovation shows called Texas Flip and Move. And uh, one of the hosts is Donna Snow, who uh, just recently passed her exam, and she is now Whiskey Five Sugar Mike Lima. And she, uh, a lot of what she had done on this show was... Uh, doing things for veterans who needed help or needed a uh, home redo or, or needed things to be able to get through their lives or get back on their feet. And um, she's going to continue to do that. She's working and developing a new show that will not only involve helping veterans, but also she's really big on promoting ham radio, which is anytime we get, I mean, realistically, you know, these these are they're just normal people living their lives, but they do realize that as a celebrity, they have a a platform where they can support what they really believe in. And in this case, if you look at her QRZ page, she's really big on it, and uh, she's uh, talking about the thing that she's working on to uh, promote both amateur radio and help veterans. So, um, if if you've not looked at I mean, aside from the famous ones, if you've not looked at the list of, of musicians that we all know, celebrities who have been hams, uh, I mean, the famous ones are like Senator Barry Goldwater, uh, King uh, Hussein of Jordan. They were both hams. Uh, the late Larry Junstrom, the bass player from 38 Special, was a ham most of his life. Uh, Ronnie Millsap, the country star, was a ham. 
Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of those people that we know, but there's also a lot that are a little bit lower on the celebrity level who are also, I mean, anytime you get friends, oh, that's just for nerdy people in their basement. It's like, man, I don't really think Joe Walsh is one of those people. So, you know, you can kind of play that. And, and as, news, them, hmm? as news folks, we had Walter Cronkite. Exactly. So, I mean, there's there's quite a few famous people who are, are hams. I was surprised to learn that when he was a kid, Donny Osmond was a ham. Um, Steve, Wozniak, Steve Wozniak uh, was a ham uh, before, you know, he, when he was a kid, before he got in an um, Apple computer and, and, and those things. But so, I mean, amateur radio does a, appeal to a broad range of people. So, you know, and don't let people, uh, don't let people make fun of you for it. Yeah, it's okay. It's cool to be a nerd. Right, Karen? Oh, being a nerd. transition, I'm sorry. I noticed you said nerd, and then you immediately said my name. A weird transition, my apologies. Hyphenated, at least. (laughs) Put a hyphen in there, Christian. Um, The interesting thing we should note about Donna Snow is that she's not only promoting amateur radio. In fact, her, her Elmer is a veteran, and she is very devoted to the veterans. She is trying to get the veterans to get their license because as we all discovered this year having your ticket is a wonderful way to fight the covid blues the isolation of being in your shack and realizing you need to dust your rig you know all of these things that have kept you in the house and she feels that particularly military veterans who may have been somewhat challenged and troubled by their time in the service need somebody to reach out to them through the airwaves and make them feel connected. So she's devoting herself to that. It isn't just creating a a new uh, collection of nerds, but a collection of collected nerds. Yeah. And and building a community of, of healing, which is and it's very good, as you mentioned, it's very good for those who live by themselves and are, mm-hmm. are older and feel isolated, may not get visitors very often. Here's a chance. It opens up a whole group of friends, people that they can talk to and not feel like they're just, they're like, nobody knows that I'm here anymore. So, oh, and also, as uh, Steve reminded me, uh, Tim Allen, as we know, uh, very uh, famously became a ham in the past couple of years. Uh, country star Patty Loveless is also a ham. So, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot more than uh, a lot of people know. Our so. cool factor is actually on the rise, friends. Well, My I'm a ham. And, 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 yeah, you're not helping, but it, it's <laughs> nice to have you. It's well, thanks. nice to have you. Thank you, Paul, WD9GCO, and Karen. Thank you both for bringing the stories today, KD2GUT. Leave your comments down below and we'd like to hear from you and uh, keep the conversation going 73 for now friends we'll uh, catch up with you again next week 73 73 friends if you find value in the show and in the 100 watts and wire community consider becoming a sustaining member when you donate 25 dollars, you're eligible to receive discounts from participating companies it's a win-win-win the show gets your support you receive discounts and the companies can earn your business. Become a member now and receive six free issues of both CQ Magazine and Nuts and Volts. Support the content you enjoy and get a deal on the gear you need. Visit 100wattsandawire.com to learn more.
All right, welcome back. It's Christian K0STHD, W7UDI, making new friends and uh, hanging out in the chat. Did you learn anything cool while I was gone? I was like, I see a flurry of conversation. I told you that. <laughs> well, we got Todd that's, you know, uh, throwing the thumbs up and getting everybody to, to throw a thumbs up. And uh, the usual, uh, well, we got we, we do have one emergency going on. It's Phil ran out of coffee this morning. Oh, so. that's awful. I think I can help. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, Phil, I got a, I got an emergency stash for you here, buddy. So (laughs) back your own shoot, buddy. Hey, we got Uh, about five minutes. We'll probably wrap up side one here. We've got the uh recipient of the award, but I I always want to get your take on a couple of the stories we talked Uh about, uh, uh, during, uh, with amateur radio newsline colleagues of mine, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Dayton being canceled, the potential of yeah. that maybe being the last ham fest for some of our aging population. What are some of your thoughts about uh, Dayton going down again? It's personally, I'm bummed it just because I always look forward to that. Just uh, the interaction, the, you know, being with our friends that we make and, and old friends that we've, you know, that we that we've made meeting there and folks that we work on the air is, you know, it's been a nice common place to, to get together. And I miss that part. Um, I, I figured Dayton will um, probably get their online going They're You know, like they did last year, it's uh, they got to shift gears. They pretty much were going down the road. Sounds like Orlando kind of was ahead of the game, kind of figuring out that, uh, Hey, let's have this backup plan here, and they're, they're going for it. So, at least um, the online forums will, will, is a big thing because that's education. That's uh, that's you know part of the um, you know the the allure of going to Hamvention, Hamcation, um, Huntsville, all these shows, even the local Ham Fest. That's the other thing that that's getting lost in this whole discussion is our local ham fests are going, you know, have been canceled. And, uh, so it's been, uh, it's been tough, but, uh, you know, we're kind of, we like to interact with each other. Yeah. We, you know, this hobby is the best hobby around to beat the COVID blues. I like that. And, uh, but still we all like to get together and, uh, you know, crack one, a cool one or some adult beverage or, or non-adult beverage. And, and uh get together with each other and uh and that's that's the part that's kind of sad but i we'll- predict i predict a renaissance mm-hmm. a, a rebirth of the ham fest come uh, just after we uh get exactly. ourselves uh-huh. uh, uh, cleared up and the virus is is managed and we all have been inoculated and i think we will see a resurgence um spectacular numbers bigger numbers than we've ever seen once it's safe to come back because i mm-hmm. think we really miss each other you know you get to that point where absence uh, what is that saying the, the heart grows fonder with absence yeah something like that i think so the, it's, it's it's and the it's other coming. thing i think will come up is the appreciation we've kind of as as a whole we've just kind of gotten jaded or you know we don't appreciate the ham fest and we're going to appreciate it that much more because like on like as I mentioned on the the local ham fest a lot of clubs and organizations that's where they get their you know a good chunk of their funding mm-hmm. yeah is from these uh ham fests that they put on and um and the clubs yeah they make a little money they they mm-hmm. they set aside a lot of money to put it on you know it's mm-hmm. a it's a 
yeah cycle so. it's a cycle and I, I just think that we're going to come back stronger mm -hmm. I, I do feel for the ones that are going to miss it and may have gone to their last ham fest because there are there are people in that demographic now it's just too risky exactly. and even when we come back we may be wearing masks you know we may be asked to who knows but who knows and then we've already had one casualty of it you know hamcom down in texas have yeah. closed their doors so it's a, it's a great discussion point. Um, yeah. I, I, I do want to go to Orlando. I, I look forward to going back uh, to oh, Dayton. That's, that's on my bucket list is to go to Orlando. We and should then, try to figure that out together. And then, yeah. uh, well, we got uh, Huntsville. So and Huntsville is our last hope for the, the big, the big uh, shows uh, this year. So uh, if it's, yeah. if it's going, if they, if it happens in August, I'm, I'm flying You're down. You're going to do it. You're going to do oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. See, My wife already knows. You can't be contained anymore. You, no, you no. It's, I got to go. I, you know. Yes. <laughs> I understand. We're going to ready to wrap up side A. It's kind of, kind of two, the, the beauty of doing this on YouTube. And if you're new, welcome. Thank you. Please subscribe if you like it. Uh, click the bell. It lets you know when we go live or add anything new to the channel. Uh, doing the show live is cool. We get to interact with you. Uh, lots of comments coming in. I didn't get to see. So Steve was uh, there kind of checking things out and making sure everybody mm -hmm. was doing okay. Um, but we're also recording this for the audio side, which is still released. Take it with you anywhere you want to go as a podcast. So you got two two sides. Unfortunately, you have to look at me, uh, Steve, yeah, me. nice in the blue light. you know. <laughs> but unfortunately, the cameras are on in this way. But it's a lot of fun uh, for us. We're going to wrap this side up. I'm laying these weird puns in here because we're going to meet the recipient of the big award, the big award, the Carol Perry educate educator of the year award. And he just happens to be a friend of ours. So we're going to be meeting with him next. We're going to flip the record over. If you will uh, give us about oh, a minute and we'll come back and uh, be right back with you. Stay tuned. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.